Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report. Back by popular demand, we have the grandson of the famous designer of the 1950s and 60s at General Motors, when General Motors was the most powerful corporation throughout the world. And uh, the grandson is Richard Earl. We're going to be talking about Harley Earl. One thing that Richard wants to do is to promote the legacy of his great-grandfather, who was one of the most famous automotive designers in history. So we're going to uh, learn a lot from him. We got a good response last time he was on the show about a year ago with calls from throughout the East Coast as we blanket 17 states and much of Canada. To tell you a little bit about Richard Earle, he speaks uh, throughout the United States about his tremendous grandfather, Harley Earle. 24 years with 10 of those in Detroit. And he has been unearthing the story on America's mid-20th century auto world. In 2003, U.S. Auto Scene newspaper did an article and this was on information and a perspective no one else has. And our guest today, again, is Richard Earle, who speaks throughout the United States about his grandfather, perhaps the greatest automotive designer in the history of automotive design. Richard Earle, our guest today. Let's talk first, Richard, about your grandfather, and we're taping this remotely in West Palm Beach, as your grandfather had a home in Palm Beach, Florida. Who was Harley J. Earle? Tell us about Grandpa Richard Earle. Well, Brian, uh, thanks for having me on the show again. And, um, you know, I understand you had 25 people call in the last time we did a, a radio talk. And, and I'd like members of the audience to feel free to reach out to you um, or, via, or through the harleyjearle.com website and voice their opinions. Um, you know, Harley Earl was this enigmatic um, artist and engineer, and the leaders of GM, they caught wind of what he was doing in California, Hollywood, Los Angeles, building cars for the burgeoning uh, Hollywood, Tinseltown, and the movie industry, uh, exactly a hundred years ago right now uh, going into the 20s and um, they were 
blown away some of the largest shareholders of GM. And they saw he was using a whole new engineering operating system, which was using those full-size clay models. And, and that, that's a, a, a and, and he had a, he was a car architect and he did things differently than anybody in Detroit and how they were building cars. So they brought him to Detroit and uh, he was kind of like an old Orson Welles character from the standpoint of um, when Orson Welles first went to Hollywood after doing the War of the Worlds on, on that radio broadcast that was so sensational, he got a ticket to, to go to Hollywood. Well, the opposite happened to Harley when his cars were so amazing and so successful and futuristic and they were um, amazing works of art and engineering and um, he made basically General Motors an offer they couldn't refuse meaning the largest shareholders of General Motors the cars I designed for movie stars and millionaires I can have coming off of uh, General Motors assembly lines in volume production and the rest of the story's history they took down Henry Ford with that mantra the new operating system and basically Harley, I call him the dream team because he didn't do this on his own, obviously, and there was an enormous uh, collaboration between him and the leaders of GM. And, um, and, and basically, you, you, you see how they created this new team and uh, ideology of how to build cars, and they risked their reputation on this belief that Harley started, which was... Um, he, they all risk their reputation on the belief that a car not only could be, but should be a declaration of personal style. And Henry Ford had just built 15 million Model Ts and put America and the rest of the world on wheels. And then you had Harley and the Dream Team at GM come along and they, they had this new accessibility to, that Henry Ford had made available. And they, they basically took that away from Ford because he didn't have an answer or solution. He didn't understand change and he thought the Model T would be successful going into the 30s and beyond. And uh, heck, we all know that um, you know that wasn't the case. And uh, General Motors basically took um, everything, you know, stole Har uh, Henry Ford's thunder. And um, for the next 30 years, they cemented themselves uh, near a 50% market share that would last all the way into the the 1980s. We're learning a great deal from Richard Earle. He's a public speaker throughout the United States. If you would like him to speak in Chicago or New York or Miami, uh, he is available. He's got a great story to tell. He has a book in front of him, TED Talks, by Chris Anderson. And I told Richard Earle that he should be on TED Talks talking about his grandfather, now, if you're listening in Detroit, Montreal, or Washington, D.C., please email Richard Earle at H-J-E, and that stands for Harley J. Earle, H-J-E story at gmail.com. That's H-J-E story at gmail.com. It's better for you to contact him than to contact me, so please uh, be in touch with him. Let's talk about the legacy, and you have made this a very passionate dream of yours to promote the legacy of your famous 
grandfather who really thought out of the box, uh, very creative, and I, I've taken courses in graduate school on creative problem solving, and I think that your grandfather could write a book on creative problem solving. Why do you promote the legacy of your grandfather, Harley J. Earl, Richard Earl? Well, that's that's a great question. I mean, these days, how many times have, have you heard the phrase, as GM goes, so goes the nation? Um, um, how often have you come across some, someone referring to America's love affair with the automobile? These common sayings epitomize American culture in the 20th century and remind us of the heritage that we struggle to retain today, especially with um, the technology and autonomous cars coming. And this tradition probably would not exist if it wasn't for Harley Earl and that General Motors dream team of the mid 20th century and that created the largest, uh, the most prestigious industrial corporation in the world uh, through design and technology leadership. Um, you know, Harley came to GM in 1927 and retired in 58. And, and during that time, he turned the business of designing, mass producing, and marketing automobiles on its head. With the possible exception of Henry Ford, no other person has single-handedly contributed more to the evolution of the modern automobile industry. Yet outside the world of automotive historians and classic car buffs, you know, Harley's name and legacy are virtually unrecognized today. And, um, you know, I, I mean, we talked about this before, Brian. I just want to tell you that the, um, the, the chief curator at the Peterson Automotive Museum mm -hmm. in, in, in Los Angeles, one of the most attended museums in America, not just yeah. car museums, I like to tell people that his quote because it's not coming from me. It's coming from this this uh, individual that's that's he, anyway. He put it like this quote: Harley J. Earl is one of the most hotly collected artists of the 20th century, whose name is ironically often unknown among collectors of his work. End quote. So you kind of get an idea that there's something going on here. I like the quote because it kind of tells people. What's coming? Uh, Harley's kind of like um, as big as uh, Andy Warhol uh, as far as pop culture and works of art, but but the story just never came out because he he loved his anonymity. He didn't want the paparazzi uh, standing at the end of his driveway bothering him or his family. For those who just tuned in, our guest is Richard Earl, grandson of the famous automotive designer who made history in the 50s and 60s. The designer is the famous Harley J. Earl. He was featured on Buick ads internationally about 10 years ago. We're with his grandson who's promoting his legacy, Richard Earl. Again, if you want to be in touch with him, email him to hjestory, H-J-E, standing for Harley J. Earl, story at gmail.com. That's the best way to get more insights into his great-grandfather who made history. If you're listening in South Buffalo, Toronto, or Washington, D.C., drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. 
as we have received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand. Now ESPN 1520 is streaming. You can listen live by going to our website ESPN1520.com and clicking on the radio.com or listen tab. And Western New Yorkers love their traditions and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegman stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454. They're the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. A little bit more information about Richard Earle. He's the only Earl descendant to pursue an auto-related career since his grandfather's death in 1969. Richard is a public speaker available throughout the United States and Canada. He lives in the Palm Beaches in Florida and edits the official website HarleyJEarl.com. Our guest today, Richard Earl, grandson of the famous automotive designer Harley J. Earl. Now, you said earlier today before the interview in Florida that you look at Elon Musk as a modern-day Harley J. Earl with vision and creativity. Let's explain that analogy and the comparison. Richard Earl. Well, that's a, just a great um, segue into Musk because he's proven, and it's so interesting in this strange year of uh, covid uh, 2020. Uh, at the very end here, we're we're going into 2021 soon, and he just proved um, from the beginning of the year to the end, of, from the first quarter to the last quarter, nobody kind of believed that he was so um, uh, shoulders above the rest, and and they were doubters and naysayers. And the reason that translates well to the GM story is that. Nobody's doubting Elon Musk anymore. The market capitalization of his company has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that he's the greatest man of the last 40, 50 years of the automobile industry because his company is valued you know, higher than, than Toyota, General Motors, Ford, all those companies together. And I'm not saying I know where the, the future, I don't have a crystal ball, but all I'm saying this is he's doing things like General Motors was doing in the mid-20th century. A lot like, like I've told you before, you know, General Motors was the largest defense contractor in the world, bar none, before, during, and after World War II. They were building, they were innovating and creating all new train technology and forms of locomotion. Diesel locomotives were born inside General Motors. And it's interesting, you could parallel that to what Elon Musk is doing with his boring company and and how they're, they want to have this new way of transporting people. Very innovative. And then you've got the rockets. And GM was building rockets and doing all of this, this blue sky um, work. And it had to do with the fact that they were the prototypical company and model of what a, a, a company should be. 
and they invented this this business model which is called the annual styling model change now it's just called the annual model change but it it really is 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 so important to how everything consumer wise is uh bought and sold you know that device goes off in a person's head um you know millions of times each day you know maybe i should buy something new and different get something and change what i already have and and before the model t there was no annual model change until gm came along and started creating these automobile model changes that harley would design and thus why it was first called in its original iteration the annual styling model change now it's just the annual model change but but it moves people into iPhones and Samsungs and computers and and cars and and washing machines and tractors and trailers just everything that you could possibly imagine in consumerism especially high tech these days and let's face it the technology world has like kind of um uh they're they're doing things differently and then the america or the automotive automotive world and really got the attention of the younger generations more than the cars but i tell people brian knows this the car regardless of how successful the technology industry is today the carless the car, the automobile is still the world's most adored consumer product and it's the most important in number stats and finance um it has been for over 100 years in a row and basically detroit invented that paradigm and it's one of the world's greatest cash cows the automobile industry the the global Now, automotive economy richard let's say somebody listening in chicago new york or toronto or manhattan is listening to espn am 1520 right now with their 50000 watts of clear channel power and they want to email you at hjestory@gmail.com and they want you to speak at a conference or a program or an online seminar uh, perhaps for a business school or an architectural school what can you speak about with your speeches throughout the US and Canada let's hear what your speech is all about richard earl Oh gosh, you know that's great to bring up. Thank you. It's it it it's one of the things that Harley and the Dream Team did was they introduced the, the first concept cars. Uh General Motors uh created the concept car. Harley was the one that built it from the tire treads up and it was called the Buick Y-Job that came out uh in 1938 and then Harley created the post-World War II LeSabre that was something when you see it and the technology that was introduced on the car in 1951 it it was like something from another galaxy uh the other car companies um they had no answer they were completely caught with their their pants down and they didn't even know how to build a a concept car from uh building a canoe and uh the other things that Harley did besides inventing the concept car and and this was the the centrail i got onto you know being this automotive archaeologist you know they they created the first to use full size clay modeling and that's still done in every major car company in the world today they can't use this computer technology to to um obsolete this te- this old tech 
and it's really not old tech anyway. So Harley created uh, the first onboard computers and cars, put the first cameras in cars, created the first um, autonomous cars with hands and foot free driving. Uh, so, so did he start cruise control? Yeah, it came out of General Motors. It came out, of, but but your grandfather was involved with that. Absolutely, it will all of. We're a gifted man. Gifted. Well, I mean, like everybody these days, it's standard equipment. Um, uh, the the rear view camera, um, yeah. uh, you know, all these landmark things, along with the car design scholarship programs and supplying the auto design curriculum to such universities as Art Center College of Design and Pratt Institute. It, it started uh, at this um, think tank, which was General Motors, and they, they, they were the ones that started getting these teams together. And then you see the pictures of like what NASA was doing at, um, to, to, you know, for the Apollo program and how everybody was under 30 years old. One of the best jobs in the world in the 50s was to go to work for GM Styling. It was the, it was the dream job. Wonderful. For those just tuned in to the Rush Report, you're listening to ESPN AM 1520 with 50,000 watts of clear channel power. We always greet letters if they're coming from northern Florida, Washington, New York, Toronto, Buffalo. Drop us a note. Brian Rusk, ESPN AM 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. For those who have just tuned in, Richard Earle is the grandson of the famous designer, the father of the concept car. His grandfather was Harley J. Earle. You may have seen the TV ads about 10 years ago with Buick uh, proclaiming his vision and brains. Uh, Richard Earle spent uh, 24 years with 10 of those in Detroit and unearthing a story on America's mid-20th century auto world. In 2003, U.S. Auto Scene newspaper did an article on him having information and a perspective no one else has. Again, he's available for public speaking throughout the U.S. and Canada about his famous grandfather, Harley J. Earle. You can email him at hjestory at gmail.com, hjestory at gmail.com. I'd like to thank those who called regarding our recent guest, Al Zuccaro with the World Trade Center out of Boca Raton, Florida, Erie County Sheriff Tim Howard, Erie County Clerk Mickey Kearns, and Michael Blihash, who is the tremendous leader of the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Polish-American community and with the Buy American programs nationally. Let's apply Harley J. Earl to 2000. 21. Where would he be? What would he be doing now, this grandfather of yours who had tremendous vision and courage? Let's talk about him if he was alive today. Richard? Wow, that's, that's, um, that's, uh, that's a really interesting I- idea and concept. Where would he be? Well, I think he'd, he'd be building cars still because he loved cars. And, and like I said, cars are still as far as the number stats and finance is concerned in the global automotive economy how many cars they sell each year um, you know let's just use Detroit as an example Detroit is like the last bastion of US manufacturing in America 
I mean, Detroit, um, you know, put America and the rest of the wheel, uh, rest of the world on wheels. And that industry is one of the largest cash cows and has been for the last hundred years. So I think he'd be so, hardly in the in the individuals um, that, like on a team working for him, like these creative thinkers, advanced creative thinkers. That's what he used to call the team at, at GM where he worked. And they'd be doing things, uh, probably uh, start thinking about the the next super highway of tomorrow, which is probably going to be in the low space, um, low altitude airspace um, with autonomous vehicles flying people to and from, like you already said, I'm in West Palm Beach, Florida, and uh, if I wanted to go to Miami, I wouldn't get on a train, I'd get on an Uber or something and fly down there uh, with a group of other people and land within a couple of miles of where I wanted to go and I'd get there a lot faster than a train. And, and it would be in the low altitude space, so it wouldn't be invading the, where the jets are. And somebody like Harley on that team would be figuring out the code how these vehicles would never bump into each other in, 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 in the, that airspace and have an accident, just like how birds don't hit each other ever in the air. They, somebody would have to come up with a way of doing that. Nobody's been able to do that yet, but that's perhaps the next big thing. And uh, you don't have to build a roadway. The, the roadway's already there. You just get up in the sky and go. And uh, that's gonna be interesting. And, and again, you know, solving the problems that are really uh, um, hindering a lot of people these days, like, um, um, you know, the car industry, really needs to continue to be strong and, and and bridge with technology and I think that's all happening and of course going back to Elon Musk that's why he's gotten so much attention is that he's kind of very disruptive and I just like to use this term is Harley was a auto industry disruptor 75 80 years before the word disruptor even became cool like back in the 30s for example when he was really starting to knock it out of the park at general motors walter chrysler chrysler corporation and henry ford they did not want to you know create annual models or it was it was completely unproven and it was expensive and they they just didn't know that they were going to have to do it and General Motors and Harley Earl, they proved that that department, that area that he worked on, would become the next big thing in every car company. And now, I'm sorry, we have to come to a close <laughs> on the Rusk Report. We're learning a great deal from a man with vision, just as his grandfather. And we're talking to Richard Earl, grandson of the famous concept car father, Harley J. Earl. Please uh, listen next week. We'll have another exciting program. And drop us a note to the Rusk Report at ESPN AM 1520. Thank you for enlightening us. Richard Earl, grandson of the famous father of the concept car, Harley J. Earl. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.